This is It Was a Thing on TV. Spoiler number one is Dr. Lee Franz. It stinks. What is going on? <laughs> what is going on? Episode 47, Submission 1006. The Kid's Guide to the Internet. The Kid's Guide to the Internet was a VHS tape released by Diamond Entertainment Corporation in early to mid-1997. On your mark, get set. We're riding on the internet. Cyberspace set free. Hello, virtual reality. Interactive appetite, searching for a website, a window to the world, got to get online. Take a spin, now you're in with the techno set, you're going surfing on the internet. Well, Mike, Chico, do you remember the days when the internet wasn't a complete hellscape? When it was a new, exciting place where we could get our information? Do our shopping, keep touch with loved ones. Yeah, there was that one week in 1998, I think. Yeah. Yep. Well, and what do we do now? Twitter and memes. And podcasts. Yeah. Thanks for listening, yeah. by the way. Yeah. All, all except the, the uh, first part are great. But that's another rant for another subject. Um, now, you guys remember going back in the days. Remember back in the mid-90s where we would all go like on AOL and just go and and type in our keywords or whatever yeah oh yes that was fun times did did any of you ever go to aol grandstand uh considering i was never on aol no were you on CompuServe? no i was on mindspring and before that web tv and after that i've been on roadrunner ever since and I was on AOL very briefly, not very long. Um, I, I think I only had it for maybe about two months, but I, I, I don't even remember the internet we had. What internet did we? I don't even remember the internet we had before that. I, I think we, uh, the, the first true internet service we had outside of AOL was we had internet service through, uh, it was someplace like, Oh gosh, iOS it was called, I think it was I think it was an internet service that was based in New Jersey and it had a dial-in number through Cleveland and we had that I think for about more or less like 2 years. Yeah, we had AOL up until the time in 97 where they stopped paying by the hour and it was very hard to log in. So we had to use like our local library's internet for a bit. And that was weird. That was good times. Oh yeah. And then we just we just basically used our like phone line to go surf on the uh on the websites and all. Until we got yeah. like opti- until we got like optimum in like two thousand two when high speed sur- internet finally came here. And boy that was a glorious day. And I never had to hear that dial noise again for the rest of my life. It was that was a good time. Especially if you were, well, on web TV like I was. And that's another story for another episode. Oh, wait. Do we have web TV as an entry? 
No. Yeah, let's put it on. Putting it on. Yeah. So, so we have so the internet. This being a new, exciting, and amazing thing, had everybody wondering what the heck it was. I mean, was it like Ted Stevens who said that it was just a series of tubes, or is it something far more complex? Well, well it's not a big truck, Chico. It's not a big truck? Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, so we had people in the mid to late 90s being like, what is this internet? I don't understand it. Thankfully, in the mid to late 90s, a company called Diamond Entertainment Corporation decided, you know what? We're going to help the people figure out what the internet is. We're going to make a series of VHS tapes trying to help the consumer understand how the internet works. So they put out some tapes featuring a family called the Jameson family trying to help the not technical person out on how the computers and the internet work. And there was a series of three tapes, the family guide to computers, the family guide to the internet, and this subject, the kid's guide to the internet. You go surfing on the internet. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Chico. This tape opens up with maybe one of the, what, uh, uh, a such a mid to late 90s jingle. Take a spin, now you're in with the techno set. You're going surfing on the internet. I'm curious what the difference between the family guide to the internet is and the kids guide. Well, the kids guide to the internet is just what the kids are, are into. What the kids but are that's into the point. I... That's the point. What are the parents into, though? Well, it's 1997. I don't know if there's there's much for the parents to get into at the time. I mean, I don't think AdamandEve.com existed back in 1997. Oh, for the love of God, Greg. Couple words for you. 56K porn. <laughs> I, I see a chin. Oh, that better be a chin. <laughs> oh my God, that's the sexiest album I think I've ever seen. Oh. I, oh. Oh, look at that porn in its lovely 120 by 90 resolution. It's all on Real Player G2. <laughs> that was yes. the first thing I ever downloaded was Real Player, and that was on a web TV, which, by the way, is another episode. But back to the kid's guide to the internet. The, the pixelated 120 by 90 resolution video, yes. Okay, so we're introduced to the Jameson family, the mother, the the uh, father, and their kids, Peter and Dasha. And they're talking about how the internet is really cool and amazing. Now the internet is an exciting world of new possibilities. And so Peter says, I guess this is a story about how the internet changed our lives. And maybe it will for you someday. Memes. Just saying. Memes. Yes. TikTok. TikTok. Pod, podcasting. Yes. And uh, calling women uh, insults on Twitter. Just great uh, times. Uh, it's 1997. They didn't know. Don't tell them they don't know. <laughs> so the father's talking about how amazing their kids are ever since they got the internet. 
like, yeah, the internet. It's helped our kids do such amazing things. It's helped them do their homework and stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's fantastic. And, and, and it's quite noble, too, after all. Um, junior and senior year would be radically different if I didn't have the internet. What can I say? Okay, so now we get into the part that we've been waiting for. The part where their friends arrive. And how do we know that their friends arrive? Well, is it because that the, ki- that the parents were saying that they're going to go out for a bit? No. It's when the title screen says, the friends arrive. Yeah, in case you were too stupid, this is the part where the friends arrive. You're going surfing on the internet. And we have uh, our two friends, Lisa and Andrew. They're, they're uh, neighborhood kids, and they don't have the internet just yet. Oh. But in real life, they're actually brother and sister. Yep. Yes. And of course, the Jameson family, they're not related at all. But big, fat phonies. They're a big phony. All right, now we go into an introduction on the internet. And how do you know it's an internet introduction? The title card says, an internet introduction. Again, they think you're too stupid not to figure this out. And also, you get to hear the music again. Yes. You're going surfing on the internet. And also, as Dasha tells you, the first thing you need to know is that the internet is amazing. No. Well, in 1997, it would have been amazing. Well, it was amazing when it was new and it was new and shiny in 1997. Now it's uh, anyway. Now it's a given. It's a given. Let's say that. So, so they have the kids talking about how you can play games with the internet and how you can chat online. Remember when web chats were a thing? That was awesome. Yeah. There's world the World Wide Web, and then there's news groups. Oh boy, guys, news groups. We all met through the through a news group. Yes. ATGS forever, baby. Yeah. Oh man, if you didn't live through all of the uh, annoyingness of Steve Nard, thank God. So, the one, one thing you need to take away from all of this is web's pages begin with http colon forward slash forward slash www. That's the one thing you need to take away from all of this. Another thing you need to take away all, from all of this is these guys use Netscape a lot. Which yes. means that even back in 1997, Internet Explorer was the browser you used to find a better browser. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. That's why I'm laughing. Well, also, in this segment, they search MTV.com. Now, guys, remember that for later on in this tape. Okay. Duly noted. MTV.com. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So they talk about how the Internet can be used to help find some helpful information. Like, for instance... Peter used the World Wide Web to search the archives of the Smithsonian Institute a few weeks ago at www.si.com. 
Wait a minute, that's Sports Illustrated, dude. Because here's the thing. Remember, the guys, this is 1997. What would Sports Illustrated have been involved with at the time? CNN Sports Illustrated. Oh, God. CNNSI.com. And there's also a point where Peter is writing the president, who at this time would be Bill Clinton. He was was writing the president with a, a very basic letter. Something something like right out of the electric company. Dear Mr. President, my name is Peter. My sister' name is Dasha. My friends' name are Andrew and Lisa. We were just wondering. We were just telling everybody how great the internet was and how we need more in our schools. Sincerely, Andrew, Lisa, Peter, and Dasha. And apparently, commas weren't a thing back then. Because they show the email, and actually I have it in front of me. Chico pretty much covered it. Dear Mr. President, my name is Peter. My sister is Dasha. Our friends Lisa and Andrew came over today because we are teaching them how cool the internet is. Please get more computers for our schools. It makes learning more fun. Thank you, sincerely. And there's no commas here except for the Oxford comma, interestingly enough. Andrew, Lisa, Peter, comma, and Dasha. And they insist that, yes, if we send this email to the president... The president's going to read it. Spoiler. They don't know. They don't know. Don't tell them. They don't know. It's 23 years later. I think they found out he didn't respond. Because, of course, if it was Bill Clinton, how would he respond? How old are you, Dasha? You 18 yet? I see you got your friend Uh, Lisa there. Is she 18? Oh, no, no. No, no, no. They would have, no. He would have responded with, Thanks for your le- thanks for your letter. Expect five more in the next thirty minutes. Asking for money for my reelection fund. Oh wait, no, oh, it wait. wouldn't be his reelection fund because he's on his second term. My mistake. You're going surfing on the internet. All right, here's the next part. The basics. The things you need to get online. First thing you need. A, a, wait, I got this. A okay. computer. A telephone cable and an internet provider. How how many did I get right, Mr. Trebek? All three. All three. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Of course, of course, in 1996, you'd have 1996, 1997, you'd have one of the many plethora of diskettes that AOL would send you in the mail. And you'd also need uh, a screen name, a password, and apparently your credit card. Because, you know, they got to take the money from somewhere, right? See, I don't remember inputting my credit card information into AOL back in the day. Uh, I actually had to call them up. Just something I noticed. Oh, okay. By the way, if you notice on the screen where Peter and Dasha's dad presumably put put their uh, credit card information, the bank name is supposed to be Citibank Visa, but for some reason he spelled it Sitbank Visa. Well, also the card number. I'm sorry, this isn't really... Well, hold on a second. Wait. Now, this gets a little deeper. I was going to indicate the card number 0123... 
four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero, one, two, three, four, five. But now I'm looking at it. Yeah, it says bank name Sitbank Visa, but also it says bank name First Virginia Bank. What type what? of scam is Rich Jameson trying to run? He probably got 15 to 20 years in the clink for doing some some. He probably might have been the initial founder of the dark web for all we know. You stole it just from me. That's exactly what I was going to say. Rich Jameson created the dark web. Prove me wrong. Dirty, dirty dog. We got got our computer problems fixed. We backed up our data. We defragged our disk. By the way, defrag simply means allocating memory so that it is no longer fragmented. But y'all are smart. You knew that. And following installation manual. If you can find the damn manual. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, and now... You're going surfing on the internet. Getting online. <laughs> okay, all of your tubes are... All of your tubes are hooked up. All of your things are working. Now, it's time to go online. Uh, now you gotta type in your username, your password. You gotta wait for that damn noise to come in when you dial up that. Or if you're like me and had web TV back in the day, you would just listen to that hip uh, logging on music. But it's not as hip as that Skype ringtone. The thing you need to surf the internet now is a browser. You can What's a da- browser? A browser is a program that allows you to surf internet content. For example, we have Netscape, which our kids are using. And, well, right now we also have Firefox and Chrome. But back then, you only had Internet Explorer. Which, like I said before, is the browser you use to find a better browser. You had Pepsi and Coke and nothing else. Yeah. No RC for you, kids. Yeah, you didn't even have Opera back then. Which is sad. But anyway, you've downloaded Internet Explorer. You used that to download... Yeah? What does download mean? (laughs) I'm glad you asked that question. It's a, a transfer, a file, or of information from a main computer or server to your computer. So once you've loaded your browser or already have it on your computer, you'll open it and it will give you a selection of search engines. Oh, wait. I'm oh, sorry. Here we go. I was, <laughs> I, was, I was doing my Peter impersonation there. And I just got totally method. Anyway. <laughs> So, now that you have your browser, we're going to a search engine, which, back in 1997, you didn't have much of the way of, of browsers, but there was, like, you couldn't, th- you couldn't throw your 56k modem without hitting a search engine. Yeah. And what's the first search engine they used? Alta Vista. Good times. Yeah. I I was more of an Ask Jeeves guy, to be honest. Like us, man. Been, now, I've like been a him. Yahoo person since the beginning, or at least back then. 
Yeah, and you also used Yahoo as your search engine. Oh, it's a good thing you mentioned Yahoo, because Lisa's heard of Yahoo. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so, but search engine, they identify different categories. When you decide what you're interested in, you click from the topic from the menu or type in a specific web address or word to identify a particular topic. And then the search engine links you to that information. Yeah, I remember the days where Yahoo would just list websites and you just have to click on something and you'd have to find it instead of just typing it in. Those were good times. Yeah, it was hey. nice and organized. Because you need to remember it was Jerry and David's Guide to the World Wide Web to start off with. Mm-hmm. They were thinking of us. But yeah, since this is the kids' guide to the internet, they were using Yahooligans, which would be the kid-filtered version of Yahoo. It was the 1997 equivalent of YouTube Kids. Uh-huh. Before we move on, the sites they visited, they were doing research on uh, apparently astronomy and the stars in space, and they visited nasa.gov, but the second page they visited, sadly, this person hasn't been with us for 10 years. They went to StarHustler.com. They went to the website of Jack Horkheimer. You know who I'm talking about. That I know guy, exactly that, who you're talking exactly. about. I miss and that guy. You know guy. what? He's going to be an entry, too, right now. Jack Horkheimer, Star Hustler from WPBT in Miami. Is this another Mr. Food type personality? Yes. Yes, oh. it is. You know yeah, who we Jack never Horkheimer got... is? We never got those people on the news in New York City. Well, no, what's on the news is on, he's on PBS. It was on, oh, at least okay. here, he's on like like every Friday night at like 9.55 or 10.55 okay. at night. Okay, well, maybe Channel 13 or 21 here probably aired it. But I was, yeah. I was, we I need, was asleep yeah. Yeah, we need to talk about Jack Horkheimer while they're looking at ways to write their name in hieroglyphics because, yeah, content. You're going surfing on the internet. Here's a quick review. You need an internet service provider to give you uh, the uh, internet. You need to download or install a browser. And also, you should probably use a search engine to look for information and also you should probably deliver all of this information while staring into space presumably because instead yeah. of talking to her friends lisa is looking at the fourth wall yeah in fact, everybody's talking to? everybody's looking at the fourth wall they, they, they like like to switch between talking to each other and looking at the fourth wall yeah, who are these kids talking to? Who are you guys talking to? Come back to us. We're over here. Yeah, they're not. They they can't hear us. Uh, anyway, uh, let's uh, let's uh, surf some more, shall we? Yeah, they go to the Kennedy Space Center website, and they talk about how a lot of addresses are pretty easy, and many of the very well-known places use something called .dot com which stands for commercial and .gov, which stands for government and .org, which stands for organization. Isn't that very simple, guys? Yeah. yeah. It gets even more simple later on down the line. 
Of course, this was uh, around the time they also used .edu, but this was way before .church, .library, .something, .anything, .this, .that, .the other thing. You're going surfing on the internet. Surfing the net. Oh, this is the best part, guys. Oh, boy. So Andrew saw something about you looking up current events online. So he wonders, can we look up newspapers, too? Well, gee, Andrew, you can. This was before the age of the paywall, by the way. Yeah, when newspapers thought, yeah, let's put all of our stuff in the paper on our website for free. Surely this won't come to bite us back on the ass. And still, so yeah, we're, we see the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, C, uh, the Los Angeles Times, and CNN. And not only do we see CNN.com, but we see a special subsection on the CNN.com website devoted to the re-release of the Star Wars trilogy. Did you actually take a look at the New York Times website that they had in the video? There's uh, a st- oh oh there's a story in the Cyber Times section which says pushed by states America online plans refunds. That must have been with the uh the, the what I taught you about about how the uh how they kept overlogging after they uh got rid of the the uh, paying by the hour. Uh huh. Yeah, and the date that it has on here is January 30th of 1997, so that sort of makes sense if they stopped it, say, December 31st of 96. Yeah, it's all coming into place beautifully now. Yes, it is. Next, we're learning about bookmarks. Bookmarks? What are bookmarks? That's a good question. Bookmarks are sort of web pages that you don't have to type the whole name out. You just save it as a bookmark, and you can access it from your browser almost instantaneously. Amazing. Are you talking about favorites? Yes. No, no, the answer is no, I'm talking about bookmarks. Okay. No, I'm talking about bookmarks. Oh, okay. There's a difference. Get it right. Okay, thank you for, for educating me. So after they're done searching about how to dissect a frog online, they go through a bunch of of movie websites. They go to the website of 77film.com, the home of Movie Phone. Guys, you remember Movie Phone? I remember Movie Phone. Welcome to Movie Phone. I'm going to try going to 77film.com right now. And... It's an empty browser, or it's an empty site. 777film. Not 77film. There's three sevens. Yes, because it was a phone number. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to 777film.com. And uh, uh, nothing's happening. Well, if you go to moviephone.com, there's still something there. Well, at least it exists in some form. Anyways. The website advertises something called the American Movie Goer Awards. And I have no idea what that is, considering I search for it on Google and nothing shows up for that. Oh, well. 
So now the kids go surfing around a website called film.com. And if you notice closely, if you pause on the 1938 mark in the video, I'll read something on the right sidebar for a movie called Albino Alligator. One of last year's Oscar winners, Kevin Spacey, steps behind the camera to create a flawed but ambitious actor's movie. Wow, guys, talk about something that doesn't age well in 2020. Yeah, that aged like um, cottage cheese. Yep. Now we go into searching the big website that the kids were all going to in early 1997. Oh, you mean Nick at Night? Oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. Every every kid was going to NickAtNight.com in 1996. In 1997. Everyone wanted to see what was going on TV land. I remember wanting to see what was going on TV land, but then again, I was a weird kid. Yeah. So you have all the lists of all the shows they got. You got some retro commercials. You got your dramas like your Mannixes, your Cannons, your Gunsmokes, your Hill Street Blues. Oh, and guys, Saint Elsewhere. Can't forget about Saint Elsewhere on TV Land. Oh yeah. By the way, that's a callback to a previous episode of this podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would have been so amazing. What would have been really nice is if they had a seven-year flashback back to the 1990 Nick at Night contest regarding Alfred Hitchcock Presents with Wink Martindale. Oh, by the way, future installment, the 1990 Halloween Wink Martindale Alfred Hitchcock Presents contest on Nick at Night. No, Mike, that's not where I was going. But yeah, thanks about the Alfred Hitchcock Presents contest. That's going to be fun. No, considering... St. Elsewhere is on the page. You know what I wish would have happened in this VHS tape? What's that? If time-traveling Ed Begley Jr. showed up and his tortoise made an eventual oil and said to the kids, excuse me, I'm here in the 1970s, right? I have some people in the Bay Area to kill. And the kids would be like, Mr. Begley, this is 1997. And then Mr. Begley would be like, oh yeah, you're right. Thanks, kids. <laughs> Boy, that was a callback to how many episodes there? Two, maybe three? <laughs> maybe. Another future installment. They played a clip of the episode of Mr. Ed where he went surfing. And it was what? a glorious quick time video with about 120 by 90 resolution. Oh, yeah. My God, we're going to probably do a whole series about Mr. Ed doing human things like mr ed riding a car mr ed skateboarding oh and by the way speaking of mr ed guys future installment are you kidding me the oh, two- come on the 2004 mr ed reboot pilot with sherman helmsley as the voice of mr ed you're just making this hard for us now aren't you Oh, yeah. And you know who else was in that pilot, baby? I don't know. Cheryl- looks like Davey Presley, but I don't know. Cheryl and Finn from Twin Peaks. So you know what that means? Yes, it gives me enough for excuse to talk about Twin Peaks on this podcast. You're never going to run out of excuses to talk, out of, talk about Twin Peaks, are you? No. Okay, hold on a second. I think I'm going to make another executive decision here. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, I'm. Oh, 
Frank TV, I'm sorry, you're out of here. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna talk about what are we gonna talk about this? Yes. Oh shit. Hold yeah, on. Screw you. screw you, Frank Aliendo. We're talking mystery. You're welcome, people. Yeah, we speared you, Frank TV, everybody. Woo! So now that we've done going through Nick at Night, Andrew wants to go to the MTV website. And he wonders, would that be MTV.com? Yeah, Andrew, what the hell else would it be? It was typed earlier in the damn, damn tape. Were you not paying attention, Andrew? He was too busy look not he was too busy wondering if he should look at his sister or us. But man, looking at the MTV website from early nineteen ninety seven, you have frames. Do you remember frames on websites? I remember frames on oh, websites. Oh yes. Torturous. But also you have an online banner. Advertisement for the John Leguizamo movie, The Pest. For our Patriot, for our Patreon spinoff podcast, it was a thing at the movies. Coming sometime in 2022. Get your five get your $5 donations ready. (laughs) (laughs) Your five dollar donations. So after they were shopping at Ticketmaster.com, that is Ticketmaster.com, for uh, for tickets to the ballet, they're going to search for free screensavers because they don't know about malware yet. Yeah, malware would have just been starting to be a thing probably at this point. Malware and bloatware, all they do is type in screensaver free. And they find a free screensaver. Nothing on the internet is free, folks. Yeah. The only thing that would have made this even more funny is they've searched for Bonsai Buddy. The one takeaway of this is when they're downloading the screensaver, did you see what speed it was downloading at? Yes. A blazing, yeah, a blazing 894 bytes a second. They must be some rich people. They have fourth the fast internet. 892 bytes a second. Amazing. Indeed. Okay, uh, so now they're looking up sports on the internet. And one of the uh, sites visited is sportsnetwork.com, which if you visit it today, guess where it takes you? Stats. Yeah. So they got swallowed up by the Stats Inc. family. Mm hmm. They also visited tvdi.com slash sports, which back then would have been a collaboration with Fox Sports, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, because at the time, Rupert Murdoch owned TV Guide. Mm hmm. Okay, so they go to the NFL on Fox schedule. And so, considering that we've already established it's January 30th, 1997, uh, the Super Bowl probably would have been played a few days earlier. So you're not going to get anything out of that. Yeah, January 26th of 1997. So 
Well, you, you could have seen who won between the Green Bay Packers and the New England Patriots, and gosh darn it, I hope those Patriots lose. Yeah. Screw Troy Blood. Screw. Screw. Screw Blue. Screw. <laughs> screw Drew Bledsoe. Exactly. I guarantee you that every Patriots fan in 2020 who's listening to this podcast has no idea who Drew Bledsoe is. And screw that young kicker for the Patriots, Adam Vinatieri. Until he he redeems himself in 2006 with Indianapolis. But enough dating ourselves. Let's talk about email. You're going surfing on the internet. What is this? email people are talking about email oh oh, well for electronic mail oh i get it it's mail sent electronically you just type in the name of the person you want to send your message to and write your message out and then click send you use a mail program for that so where can you go for email uh, chico for free email well, this would be late. This would be January thirtieth, nineteen ninety-seven. So you could go to judo.com or mailzone.com. Oh. Of course, the, the interesting thing—they mention Internet Explorer for like five seconds. They do not mention Hotmail. Hmm. I don't think it was owned by MSN at the time. Right, I was going to say, I don't think it was a Microsoft property back then. No. But yeah, MailZone.com. Mike, I know you have so many things to say about this. Uh, Yeah, specifically, uh, be careful how you type it or else you're going to go to the website the father visited when mom goes to sleep. Oh, God. (laughs) And and Juno.com, I can confirm that only... One user still uses Juno.com as their email service, and his name rhymes with Fave Smeltzer. Oh, jeez. Oh, so if you go to MailZone.com, that is MailZone.com, not MailZone.com, it redirects you to the 404 page for Pobox.com. If you go to the other MailZone.com... Oh, no. Oh, thank God, it's a for sale website. But related links include adult personal, casual sex, adult cam sex, free chatting online dating sites, and free chat with men. Woo! That's for our Patreon subscribers. Oh, gosh. And remember, kid, and remember, all web addresses are subject to change. I know this because there's a title card that says that. Now... What can you do to build your own website? Well, if it's 1997, you could go to GeoCities. Yes. But how can you build a build a great website cheap, guys? You, you go, to go to C- GeoCities. No, but you could, no, if no. you want to build a great website cheap, you could go to CNET.com slash content slash features slash how to slash instant. That'll teach you how to build your own website. In 10 easy steps, no less. 10 easy steps. 
What you know, it'd probably been a lot easier if I just saw the steps on how to do it on the CNET TV show. You know what's the amazing thing is out of this entire tape? CNET.com is probably like one of the few sites that still exists. Yep. You wouldn't be wrong. Yep. So now the Jameson's mother has arrived. And they're and the Andrew and Elisa are like, oh, my God, Mrs. Jameson, I can't believe we lived life without the Internet. Oh, my God, the Internet is so amazing, Mrs. Jameson. Well, that's what it, that's. Hey, Dasha said the first thing that Dasha says is the Internet is amazing. That's the first thing. Were you not paying attention? I was paying about as much attention as Andrew did when he saw MTV.com at the beginning. <laughs> You're going turfing on the internet. Internet safety. So now we close with the Jameson's mother talking about to the parents about how they can monitor their children, your children on the internet. Spoiler, you can't. Yep. But the Jameson's mother talks about how he's never, she's never been happier than when her children have an internet computer party. Guys, have you ever heard the term internet computer party in your entire lives? Does LAN party count? No? I guess, okay. I guess maybe if you're playing your intense sessions of GoldenEye on N64, maybe. Or Doom. So one important thing about safety, guys, is you got to remember, the internet is not regulated. So the quality of, like, information and educational stuff can vary quite a bit. Remember this in a couple of years, guys, when Wikipedia launches. Yep. And that, in a nutshell, is the internet circa 1997. An interesting thing about... The uh, it's like forget about the information for a moment. I'm looking at the IMDb pages of the cast people, and the mom is actually a producer known for a bunch of movies that I've never heard of, and also an actress in a bunch of movies I've never heard of. But she did do a thing in 1989 called Ninja Academy, so that's yeah, that doesn't scream. That doesn't scream direct to direct to uh, direct to video. Did it start in for your rock, rock? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Let yeah, me look. It starred <laughs> Will Egan, Will Egan, Gerald Okamura, Kelly Randall, Michael David, Jeff Robinson. I only I've only heard of Gerald Okamura because he was on an episode of Power Rangers. Okay, so no Cynthia Rothrock, no go for me. No Cynthia, she would have been like the first one in the credits. Yeah. Uh, Rich, Rich, the father, is a host on TVG Network. What? Yeah, the horse, the horse racing channel. Boss, and all comes Man. back to horses on this episode. Hey, he must have been really excited when Peter showed him the clip of uh, Mr. Ed surfing. <laughs> Peter, this was pretty much his only credit. Oh. Which, is odd be- this, which is odd because he was the best actor of the four. 
Yeah, that's not saying much, but he was incredible. Uh, Dasha, she was in a perfect pitch, which I never heard of. And the two neighborhood kids, Andrew and Lisa. Andrew, this was his only credit. And Lisa, who, by the way, is indeed his sister, is the only one with a very extensive IMDb page to her name. She was she played Mrs. Walters on an episode of 911, and she was in a bunch of other movies. But yeah, this was her first credit. Nowadays, she's known for again her appearances on 911 and something called Porcupine. I have no idea what. Oh, Porcupine is a short movie. That makes a so lot there, of sense. Yeah. So, that's the kid's guide to the internet. But yeah, guys. The kid's guide to the internet. This was something to behold. You had weird jingles telling us about how we're going surfing on the internet. You had nicketnight.com, the hot website all the kids were going to. 120 by 90 clips of on QuickTime of Mr. Ed surfing. And you have the whole family excited to go to Ticketmaster and buy tickets to go see the Rolling Stones. Even the kids were excited. Hey, I I was excited for the Rolling Stones in 1997. But then again, I was a weird kid. So yeah, the Kids Guide to the Internet. It was an educational VHS tape. And you can, its legacy lives on on YouTube and on, currently on RiffTracks.com, where you can buy a riff of the VHS tape for a dollar ninety nine. And if you ask me, it's a buck ninety nine well spent, worth every penny. Yeah, we definitely don't do it justice. Uh huh. Kids' guide to the internet. It was a thing on TV. Yeah, it was definitely a thing on VHS. And people, we will have more amazing VHS tapes to give you down the line. For example, we already have it as an entry. Regis Philbin's workout tape. Regis, my personal workout. And future installment... Fighting fit with Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, speaking of Rowdy oh, Roddy baby. Piper, we're going to talk about him next week. Ooh. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll be good times. But yeah, it's time to close. It's time to log off. Have a bunch don't of. Forget, don't, forget, don't forget to clear your search history. Oh, yeah. Clear the search history. <laughs> We don't Jeez. want we don't want our it's parents. It's 1997. They don't know about that yet. Yeah, they don't know about that yet. Thank God. They won't. They're not. Well, you know, they're not smart enough to find out what we searched. Although, let's be thankful. It's 1997. Pornhub doesn't exist, so we don't have to worry oh, about that. Oh God. www.itwasathingontv.com. That's all I'm going to say. Goodbye. Have a good day. You're going surfing on the internet.